Hello and welcome to a very special bonus episode of Performer on Record. I am your host, Ben. I'm the editor-in-chief of Performer Magazine. And today, we're going to chat with Foxanne, uh, who's a really cool LA-based uh, singer-songwriter. Um, you may have seen her on our YouTube channel before, uh, testing out some really cool products um, from some of the companies that we work with. And uh, today, we're chatting about the LD Systems Maui G3 PA system. Um, we recently filmed a six-part series on the PA system for our YouTube channel. You can also catch it on our Instagram, um, walk through some of the features, how it could be used, and then we got treated to a couple of live performances from Foxanne and her partner Andrew uh, through the Maui G3. So without further ado, we're going to chat with her about her experiences with the PA. So if you're looking for a new PA system for you or one of your musical loved ones this holiday season, um, give the Maui G3 a, a good look and uh, listen to what Foxanne has to say about it and check out the video series up on YouTube. So without uh, further ado, I realize I already said that, but let's dive in. Um, thanks for joining me. Um, what I'd love to do is kind of talk about the uh, recent project we worked on together. Totally. Let's do it. So for those who are kind of listening, um, Foxin and Performer recently did a cool video collab um, using the LD Systems Maui G3 PA system. Um, we did a really kind of in-depth series, walking through it, unboxing it, showing the features, doing some live performances. So just kind of right off the bat, before we dive into that, I'd love to get your kind of initial thoughts and feedback on what it was like working with the PA and kind of what you can relay to other musicians who this might be a good fit for. Totally. So I've never owned a PA before. I mean, I've interacted with <laughs> a million different ranging from great to really terrible PAs at different <laughs> places I've performed, um, but I've never had one. And so it definitely is a different experience in that way. My first initial reaction to it was kind of surprised at the simplicity. Hmm. Um, you know, having never owned a PA, never attempted to set a PA up. Uh, I, you know, I was like, I was genuinely so nervous. I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to break it. Like it's going to like, you know, I, yeah. I really did not know. I was like, oh, I should, I got myself into something here. Like this is, <laughs> this is out of my, out of my league. Um, and I set it up in 10 minutes and it was working. Uh, and it like, it, yeah. So the, it was just so simple to get it going, which was so nice. Um, and it just sounds really good. Like, I think that, you know, not all musicians need or want PAs or want to throw their own shows. But for me, it's kind of like opened up like a lot of different possibilities. Like right now I'm working on a new song um, mm -hmm. and it's in the mixing stage and having a system that like is so like the low end, like all the like low end mids highs, it's all so big and clear and like being able to hear my music so well. Um, like, I, you know, obviously when you make something, you listen in headphones and all different types of ways, but being able to listen in this way from a writing and recording standpoint has been really cool, but it's also been like, oh man, like maybe I could throw shows maybe right. i could collaborate with other artists maybe i should start to, you know so it's like it it really is something that i haven't experienced in that way before but it's been so cool and unique getting to getting to play around with it you've touched upon a couple of different things um yeah one, sorry i'm all over the place no no that's good because <laughs> we want to talk to other artists out there and and a lot of them i would imagine you know in, unless you're you know touring at kind of that 
regional national level where you're dealing with front of house sound people and kind of installed PA systems, there are going to be gigs where maybe you're setting up your own stuff. If you're playing coffee houses yeah. or busking or you're doing house concert series, or you're just in a rehearsal space, you know, working through yeah. tunes with your band. There are a lot of different applications that you might have not even thought of. And you touched upon just rehearsing tracks for, you know, songs you're working on and, and hearing them through the actual PA and not just, you know, alone in your bedroom. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> sometimes it's hard to envision what a song's actually going to sound like unless you're playing it through, you know, a real system and getting a feel for how it how it works, you know, uh, in the air, so to speak. Yeah. No, that's um, so true. And, and then you talked about ease of use. And that's one of the things that we wanted to touch mm -hmm. upon in, in the video series and kind of convey to people is sometimes stuff can be intimidating, um, especially, yeah. you know, big pieces of equipment. And I think one of the cool things about the, the Maui system and the G3 that we're working with is, you know, you take the base unit, you you plug the columns on top, you dial in your settings and, and you're kind of good to go. Can you talk about that process? A, a little yeah. Bit? I mean, uh, that is really the whole process. It also makes such a satisfying click when you click the pieces <laughs> together. I know that's not the point, but it so satisfying. I kept taking it apart and putting it back together. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, when it came, because it came as like the different pieces, I was not sure if there was more to it, but each of the towers only has a single power cable. There's no cables in between it. There's no stands that are probably sturdy, but maybe not sturdy, holding a speaker up and might fall and put a hole in your living room floor. You know, it, it's like, it, it's from the bottom up. So you have the subwoofer on the bottom that's just like, on the floor, you don't need to have it on a stand, and then the towers on top of it. No cables between them, um, which I know some friends of mine have expressed that like that can also pose an issue because then, I mean, I know just my guitar cable runs out or, or I wear through it so quickly that it's like then you're dealing with multiple speaker cables and what's not working and what's buzzing and it's like it's just it getting rid of all of that it's super simple super straightforward the easier yeah. the better and, and if you're like yeah. an acoustic singer songwriter let's say you do have a coffeehouse gig you were sent two two units you know a left and a right yeah. and, and that makes sense for stage use but if you're just going to the coffee house right you could just bring one of those along kind of oh, set yeah. up and i would imagine you probably maybe don't even need like a mixing board or anything you can plug directly into that is that right um i I think you might you might not necessarily need a full-fledged mixing board. Um, you can plug directly into it. It all depends on the type of sound you want to get. So you can plug directly into it. Um, yeah, like if you're just doing it super straightforward, you're just plugging in. It's just a solo single person. Um, and I mean, even one tower is probably more power than you would <laughs> need. Like you, you'd still probably, you know, only crank it up about 10% and you'd be filling the coffee house with, with sound. Um, yeah, it's 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 very simple and like weirdly kind of small, but extremely powerful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but portable too. I'd imagine you could probably throw oh, yeah. that throw that in a car, drive to your gig, and you know, you're not you don't need a whole crew of roadies to to haul you in and out of a of a venue for no. something like that. No. And like, yeah, like because it disassembles and reassembles like so easily and quickly. Like, I mean, I drive a Prius and I could get this thing in the back of the Prius with my amp, with my guitar, probably with our full drum kit and the drummer and our merch table. And you know what I mean? Like, I think I could probably get everything we need for a simple show with a full PA system in the car, which is like, I never, I never thought that that was like a, I was like, oh, PA systems are way too 
big and involved for me to, you know, try to dip my toe in. But yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that's one of the things we wanted to convey too, is like, look, not only is this easy, but yeah, you could throw it in a car with the rest of your stuff. Yeah. Go to that gig if there's no sound system uh, available, because we deal with artists who are in a million different types of situations. They're not always playing venues with, you know, really nice sound systems. Sometimes they're playing, you know, church basements that, Been there. Have, <laughs> that, that have nothing, you know, or, nothing. Or you well, know, they say playing. they have a PA system, yeah, but and you show up and it's like, oh no, one and... <laughs> speaker from the seventies and a, and yeah. a PA mixer from somebody's, you know, uh, high school, you know, that yeah. went. So, you know, just having that uh, available if you're playing weddings or bar mitzvahs or something where you're kind of responsible for your yeah. own <laughs> sound is is a really cool thing. Um, oh yeah, I mean, like if I I. I don't have a penchant for DJing, but now I'm literally like, I probably could throw it together pretty like, cause it, it's like, it's so portable, but it's like, I mean, especially with the two of them together, I mean, you know, I could DJ a nightclub, you, you know, you could, it, it, it's in wild. Pinch, yeah. Pinch, seriously. To hire you to DJ, you know, our next you got it. upcoming wedding gig, you could throw those in the, in the car, load up a playlist and mm -hmm. uh, DJ Foxanne was, is ready to roll. I can't guarantee that I wouldn't just play my favorite songs and a lot of sad indie girl stuff, but you well, know, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll save the indigo girls section for the late night, you know, slow dance. Nice. Good. Good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of the gist of what we wanted to convey through the series. I think we did a really good job of, of showing, Hey, it's easy to use. It's simple to set up. You plug right in. You're good to go. It sounds good. You can double this as kind of a, a monitoring system too. So you can face one towards. Yeah. We were playing around with that, which was so cool. I, and I was know like, you and um, <laughs> let's talk about the other special guest in the video. Um, yeah, Andrew made an appearance. He couldn't help himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on drums and, um, mm -hmm. you know, filling out that kind of combo. Because for those who haven't seen the videos, we've, we kind of demonstrated solo performance in, in a little group combo yeah. setting too, just to show, hey, it's not... It's not just the acoustic singer songwriters, which I think a lot of people Definitely not. associate with a portable PA system. You could get you could get a band through there, um, especially if you oh, do a million percent. If you do have an external mixer and everybody's running through the mixer and you run the outputs into the PA, obviously yeah. you can have drums, guitar, vocals, keyboards, everything kind of being projected out, and then have one maybe monitor back to you. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, like. Even thinking like, you know, in the videos, it was just me and Andrew kind of testing out like a pseudo full band thing. But like, even if we had like bass and keys and nearly the full shebang going, um, honestly, I think like, even though it's portable, like <laughs> we'd get a much better sound than I've gotten at a lot of uh, professional mm -hmm. clubs. <laughs> well, that, that's, that's another thing. I think for a long time, and this has probably not been the case for a while, but portable used to be a dirty word because portable... Yeah. Companies weren't really putting their all into it. They were like, okay, people need portables. So we're going to make something kind of lightweight and chintzy, and it's not going to sound great, but we'll fill a need in the marketplace. And, and, and they not. know it won't sound great and whatever. But and, that's what I grew up with. You know, I'm an, old, I'm an old fogey. So I grew up in that sort of scenario where portable PAs were kind of looked down upon in terms of sound quality. And I think we've come light years from that situation when I was, you know, a teenager to today where you've got something really professional that, you know, you could set up and just leave installed in a venue and, you know, nobody yeah. would be the wiser because it's going to fill the space and it's going to sound really, really yeah. good. Um, it's clean. It takes up no space and yeah, but it would fill the space with sound. Um, and one thing I, I don't know if I neglected to mention, which like 
I'm now thinking, because, you know, on a lot of my songs, the recorded version, we have all these like synths and things that we can't always make happen live. But now it's like, well, I mean, with this type of thing, you could so easily run like, you know, tracks through it in a way that is so easy to, I mean, like literally you can, you can Bluetooth Bluetooth connect your phone. Yeah. Like we, like we had friends over for Halloween and we were like, you know, just connect my phone. I'm just, we're just going to crank the PA system up and, <laughs> you know, and it, what it's is, amazing. One of the simplest applications that people don't even think of is if you're playing with like multiple groups on a set in between when people are breaking down and setting up, just Bluetooth some music during the breaks yeah. through it. I mean, it's one of the simplest applications in, in yes that you can think of. Or like you said, if you throw a backing track on there, like you can recreate stuff from the studio yeah. to it live and kind of give people that full experience that you might not have been able to do otherwise just because you didn't have all the instruments available or the players from the sessions available to come and perform on stage. So kind of opens totally. up. It opens up creative possibilities for you when you're playing live, which is cool. Oh, definitely. I don't yeah, want to put words like... in your mouth. I, I no, feel like I'm a pitchman. I, mean, like... <laughs> like pitch I don't make this product. I don't benefit from the product. <laughs> no, I've been like toying with the idea of adding backing tracks to my live set for a while because, you know, a live set can be limiting when you're, you know, when you don't have like a huge team and like, a, you know, some, some giant tour, it can, it can be a little bit challenging how to do it in a way that like actually sounds good. Cause I've tried it in the past where it just doesn't come through in a way that sounds good yeah. or it's, it's challenging to work with the in-house PA to get your tracks in at the right time and everything. Um, and so I think, yeah, it definitely opens up other options for us for sure. Now yeah. let's talk about kind of your unique, not unique scenario, but how you perform. Are you usually solo on stage or do you have a, a band that you perform with routinely? It totally depends. Um, I've been doing a lot of solo shows just because there's a really great songwriter community in LA that I've found. Um, but I'd say it's like 50% of the time I'll be solo and then 50% of the time I'll be with a band. And sometimes that band is just me and a drummer. Sometimes um, we'll have a bassist come out um, or a bassist and keys or keys, but no bass, you know, and they'll do. So the the band changes shape depending on the show, depending on the sound. Um, I'm, you know, with the new music I'm working on, I'm also trying to re reconfigure that. So we'll see if uh, if backing tracks in the PA play a part in that that and whole new chapter. I did a really <laughs> lousy job of introducing you at the start of this. Um, <laughs> you are an LA-based musician. We probably should have said that uh, up front. Um, <laughs> you were you were East Coast for a while, if I recall correctly. Long, yes. For pretty much ever. Um, oh, Jersey girl moved to New York. Classic. Uh, played played the Brooklyn scene for many years. As and we all do. Came out <laughs> As we all do. Um, you know, the New Jersey basement scene to Brooklyn pipeline. It's a tale as old as time. Um, and then I got, you know, lured out to L.A. And um, it's a it's a whole new scene. And honestly, a lot of familiar faces from the East Coast, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> a lot of, lot of what I've noticed when I go out there is a lot of Boston and New York transplants who kind of make the journey out and never come back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty nice. <laughs> Um, what sort of stuff are you working? I know you hinted that there's new music coming. Do you want to spill the beans? Is that a secret or is that kind of public knowledge that things are in the works? Public knowledge. All the details of it aren't public. Um, right now I'm in the final mixing and mastering stages of my next single. 
Um, And right now I'm trying to work out whether that's going to be a part of an EP or an LP because I've got a whole bunch of songs uh, cooking, but it's all about, you know, trying to make the right plan for them all as much as I'd like to just spend all of my time recording them and just immediately posting them with no marketing, you know, every artist's dream. (laughs) When can we expect the single or is that still like TBD? It's still TBD, most likely early 2024, um, with information about all the other songs to boot. I'm trying to be patient, and it's very hard. So if you watch the video series, or if you've heard some of the stuff we've done with Foxy in the past, because we've worked together before, um, and you like what you've heard, that is excellent news. There's some new stuff coming early 2024, hopefully, fingers crossed, and then maybe EPLP to follow the single, if if all goes according to plan. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Yes. Um, yes. So I, I think we we kind of have done a good job covering the PA system, both in the videos and through this little kind of wrap up chat here. So anything else that that maybe we didn't think of or that you want people to know? Because we're talking to fellow artists here, so now's the chance. If there's any remaining stuff that we want to cover or that anybody yeah. should know, um, we can end on that and uh, you know take it from there. Yeah, I don't have too much else to add. I think we covered all of our bases. I think like, well, I'm very much in the kind of singer-songwriter world. Yeah. Um, and and it applies to me in that way. I feel like I could see it applying to so many other different types of musicians, whether you're like, you know, throwing your own shows or you do DJ or or what have you. I just feel like it it can serve a lot of different purposes, just totally depending on on you and your needs and and your goals. It's it's definitely not a one trick pony, which is is super yes. cool. So if you make the investment, totally. you can use it in a ton of different scenarios, which is awesome. Foxanne, where can people find you online if they want to learn more, or give you a listen, or just kind of follow you on socials? Totally. So you can follow me on socials at Foxanne. Um, it's usually Foxanne dot or underscore official everywhere. Um, no other Fox and uh, artists out there. So uh should be easy to find. And then on all the streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Bandcamp, um, Title, uh, Amazon. I don't I don't <laughs> know if people use the other ones. Um, but it, it's all over all of that. Fox and Roxanne with an F. Wherever there's yeah. music to be found, there you are. And it's it's Fox exactly. two ends, just in case you will want to spell it correctly like I do. Yes. Um you're on all of the things. All of the things. Um, yeah, if you know how to spell Roxanne, just take the R and make it an F. Um, and you'll find me right there. You know, you'll see some flash of hot pink or <laughs> or some post about something dorky and science related, and you'll know it's me. Yes, for those of you who don't know, um, uh, there's a lot of space-related uh, themes floating about because uh, you are very entrenched in that world as kind of... Uh, your background. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am. So uh, not so secret nerd. <laughs> not so secret nerd. Um, I think that's the best yeah. kind of nerd is, is the ones who don't, you know, hide their uh, specialties. Agreed. Agreed. Thank you so much for joining us. This was uh, a lot of fun to work on and really cool to catch up with you kind of after the fact and, and learn your final thoughts on uh, setting up the LD Systems Maui G3. Hopefully, if you've learned something about this and you want to go check it out, you can find more info uh, on our YouTube and our website. Um, find out more about Foxanne on her socials. And uh, until next time, we will uh, chat with you later. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks. Take care. Cool.
And that will do it for this special bonus episode. Thank you for joining us. Thank you to Foxan for uh, participating in this video journey, uh, walking through the LD Systems Maui G3. Thanks again to LD Systems and the Adam Hall Group uh, for for sending us these units, letting us test them out, uh, kind of go through them and uh, show you what they're all about. So until next time, uh, take it easy and uh, we'll catch up with you again.